Well, the injury bug strikes the Miami Hurricanes running back room yet again. Do the Canes have enough depth and enough answers on the roster? You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus and longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor at allhurricanes.com. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. Even on a Saturday, we are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So the Hurricanes do have their second scrimmage of fall camp coming up tonight, Saturday night. Something we know is... There's not going to be a whole lot of running back depth in the second scrimmage, at least not compared to the first, because in the first scrimmage, before Trevante Citizen went down with injury, Miami was five deep of scholarship running backs. Now, the Hurricanes are only three deep in scholarship running backs. Trevante Citizen is still out. We don't have the full details, but it doesn't sound good from everything that we're hearing and the Hurricanes have picked up yet another injury at running back, Don Chaney. Chaney picked up an injury in Friday's practice. I want to give you guys several notes about this, though, because I've seen speculation running wild, so many questions on to what exactly happened at Chaney. So practice on Friday when Chaney apparently got injured or got hurt, if you want to put it that way, that practice was not open to the media. Not a single period of that practice was open to the media. We didn't see any of it. It was closed to the fans as well. So unless you had like people sneaking looks from the Ponce de Leon parking garage, as people try to do, they have security out there to keep people from doing that. You know, the only people who know about it are staff members, coaches, teammates, and all that stuff. So details are scarce. Details are scarce about exactly what happened to Don Chaney. Mario Cristobal did speak to the media, and I was there yesterday after practice. He did confirm that Cheney got injured, but Coach did not specify the severity. He didn't specify the part of the body that Cheney injured, nor did he make any guesses or speculation as to the timetable for recovery. So... If you see anybody out there on Twitter or on a message board who claims to know what happened and how long he's going to be out, there's a decent chance that person is full of you-know-what, or maybe they do know something because, you know, something leaked from a reliable source, but we don't know. Nothing official. Nothing official has been confirmed about how long Don Chaney is going to have to miss. So just keep that in mind when you see some of the Twitter doctors out there who are talking about how Miami is going to be down to three running backs for the full season. We don't even know that for sure about Trevante Citizen. We definitely don't know that for sure about Cheney. Uh, and something that, going back to Cristobal yesterday, something Cristobal did make pretty clear to us is it doesn't sound like, at least he doesn't believe, that the Cheney injury is as significant as the injury to Trevante Citizen. So that gives me some hope that if, you know, Citizen has a significant injury, which that word was used to describe his injury significant, Cristobal did not use the word significant 
with the Cheney injury and indicated to us that it's not as serious as the citizen injury. So that gives me some hope that we're going to see Don Cheney lining up at running back at some points throughout the season. And maybe this isn't so bad. I have hope that that is going to be the case. And also not just from the perspective of a football fan on a personal level, um, Cheney just worked so hard to come back from season ending ACL last year. He worked so hard to come back from that. I spoke to him a few weeks ago at media day and he, he was just chomping at the bit to go out there and have a fully healthy season. And this guy has dealt with his share of adversity. It wasn't just the injury last year with the Canes. He struggled with injuries throughout his time in high school as well. Some people have tried to label Cheney as an injury prone player. He's dealt with a lot of challenges throughout his career, high school and into college. So I wish him the best because I know how excited he was and, of course, how important he is to Miami's backfield for him to be able to get out there and have a really, really good season. So, again, um, slow down on the speculation until we actually get something confirmed from Cristobal and from the university or from Cheney himself, of course, because anyone trying to label and decide exactly how many games he's going to miss, nobody knows. I don't even think Don Cheney knows yet how severe it is because he's probably still going to be undergoing more medical tests throughout the next couple of days. So at least for the time being, I can't make any guarantees about September 3rd, you know, two weeks from today against Bethune-Cookman. I can't make any guarantees about September 17th on the road at Texas A&M, but at least for the time being, like for scrimmage tonight and for the foreseeable future, we are down to three scholarship running backs at the University of Miami. Jalen Knighton and Henry Parrish, they are competing for the starting job. Seems to me like Knighton may have the slight lead right now, but both are going to play a lot, right? These are both running backs good enough in Knighton and Parrish. They're both good enough to be a starter at most Power 5 programs. Miami also has Thad Franklin. Oftentimes, and I'm guilty of this, we pigeonhole Franklin as just being a short yardage guy. I think he is and can be more than that. He can also catch passes out of the backfield. We were talking about that in our fall camp report on Friday's episode, that he's also showing good hands in fall camp as a receiver out of the backfield. He had a big yards per carry average last year. He has put on some size and some strength during the offseason. Like we saw in the spring game, how dangerous this guy can be, especially in short yardage, because he's big, he's strong, he's a bulldozer. He always keeps those feet churning, but I think he's maybe a little bit more of a well-rounded back than we give him credit for. But yes, we do need the short yardage guy because, you know, neither Knighton or Parrish really specialize in running between the tackles and being that bulldozer. So the Hurricanes have that aspect. They have Thad Franklin's size and strength as well. Um, and so the question is coming up now a lot. Right, because a week ago, we were all talking about how Miami, they have this embarrassment of riches at running back. How you've got, you know, Knighton and Parrish and Cheney and Franklin and Citizen who all look like they're capable of being starting backs at most programs. And how are we going to get all these guys on the field? You know, so we go from having the embarrassment of riches to now everybody is asking, do we even have enough? Like, do we have enough enough depth at running back? Are, are we going to have to start seeing multiple guys change positions? Are we going to see Cristobal go into an emergency transfer portal to bring in a bunch of guys? So, okay, the answer that I will give you is, at this moment, the depth is still fine. 
Okay. Uh, you think about what Miami has on paper in the running back room right now. You know, in most games this season, you're not going to go too far beyond three running backs when it comes to significant snaps and carries. Like uh, three guys, especially three guys, the caliber of what Miami has on scholarship, I think on paper are enough. The problem is, though, uh, having two injuries already only halfway through fall camp, it means we're really one injury away from not having enough depth. Like, God forbid something happens to one of these other guys, then you're in trouble. You're not in trouble right now, but you're one injury away from being in trouble. Like, we might want to keep the three scholarship backs we have left, keep these guys in bubble wrap until we get to College Station, Texas on September 17th. Uh, but, okay, what about other depth choices, right? Because, yeah, especially in those first couple of games of the season, we're going to want to give running back snaps to more than three players because we don't want to risk against Bethune-Cookman or Southern Miss, you know, too much uh, injury to the guys that we have left on the roster. And, you know, even in College Station, we might need a fourth or even a fifth guy to, you know, get some looks and get a few carries here and there if we do need to give playing time beyond the top three running backs. Um, here are some solutions on the roster. I am not sleeping on walk-on Devin Perry. How can I sleep on that guy after having a really good spring game? Uh, now, I know he was going up against like twos and threes for most of the time he was on the field, but he turned some heads. I think he's capable of potentially being a fourth or a fifth back. He's an experienced guy. Like he's a walk-on, so you assume he's a freshman. He's not a freshman. He's a senior uh, he was playing at uh, at Richmond with the Richmond Spiders before he got to Miami. And also, when you're looking at solutions on your roster, folks, let's not forget about the guy that I refer to as Weapon X. Not X is in Xavier Restrepo. Weapon X is Brashard Smith. Brashard Smith, who is one of your wide receivers, probably going to be the backup slot receiver this year, he is capable of lining up at running back. He's, uh, I don't have his dimensions in front of me, but I think he's about 5'11", 195. Uh, he's played running back before in the past. Um, he is capable of doing that. And I think that there were some signs in some practices, maybe going back to the spring where he was getting some work, lining up a little bit at running back. He can definitely get some reps at running back for depth or if Josh Gaddis wants to get creative with the playbook, you can get Brashard Smith on the field lining up at running back, and he'll probably get more time there, I'm sure, in the coming weeks in practice. So, yeah, I think the Hurricanes do have options on their roster to be the fourth and fifth back beyond the three running backs that they have under scholarship. So, knock on wood, as long as nobody else picks up a knock or gets an injury, uh, I think the Hurricanes are still okay at running back and – to round out the point, I don't want anyone to watch this thinking, oh, this guy's saying that Don Chaney is out for the season. We don't know that. Not saying that. In fact, we know that whatever he's going through is less significant than what Trevante Citizen is going through. So that gives me hope that Chaney, who has been working his butt off to come back better than ever from knee surgery last year, I hope he doesn't have to miss too much time this season. So we got more to talk about on this special Saturday episode. And by the way, we're going to have two Saturday episodes today. Because later today, we are going to talk with the founder of Kane's DAO, which is something combining NIL with the world of crypto. And it's something Hurricanes fans can get involved with. We're going to have a special on that later on today. But when we come back, we have to talk about a Miami cornerback 
hitting the transfer portal. We got someone on the way out, who and why, and we do have a few interesting recruiting notes. So, folks, you always want to keep it locked right here to Locked On Canes. And make sure you keep it locked to LinkedIn. LinkedIn is locked on, and as you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in just minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then you add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Then simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and then hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? That's a lot. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So uh, Hurricanes do have uh, a player hitting the transfer portal. We don't know where he's going yet, but cornerback Marcus Clark has hit the portal. Um, this, to me, guys, cut and dry. He wants more playing time, which is fine. I mean, if, you know, what can I say? You know, you've got depth. Uh, certain players decide maybe I can play more somewhere else. I don't think he was going to play a whole lot this year. So I imagine he's seeking more PT elsewhere. So we wish Marcus Clark the best. I thought he did well last year as a freshman. He played in 12 games, started four games. Uh, I think he can do very well if he finds the right school to transfer to. So, you know, why you're going to see some guys, um, well, and hopefully this is the only one. I don't want to lose any more players from the defensive secondary. But, you know, you look at, um, the depth Miami has in in cornerback Tyreek Stevenson, you know, back for the last ride. Uh, I think he's going to be fantastic this year. DJ Ivy is improving. He's looked much improved so far spring and fall. Al Blades Jr. back from illness slash injury to Corey Couch is in that room as well. Daryl Porter, who I think is going to play a lot, came in in the transfer portal from West Virginia. So, you know, you've Got some good quality depth at corner. Obviously, you have quality depth at safety as well with Avante Williams, James Williams, Cam Kitchens, Brian Ballum. Like there's there's a whole lot. Miami's defensive secondary is loaded and it's blessed. So I wish uh, I wish Marcus Clark the best. And so yeah, um, there is no no word at least at the time that I'm speaking to you right now as to where he's going to end up going. Uh, but my colleagues at AllHurricanes.com on Sports Illustrated did kind of throw it out there that. Maybe he'll look to return home to the Orlando area and play for UCF. That that could be an option. I mean, 2017 national champs, who wouldn't want to play for the UCF Knights, of course? Uh, and UCF recruited him heavily back in high school. So Marcus Clark has hit the portal. Uh, Miami is still pretty loaded in the defensive secondary, okay? Uh, let's go through some quick recruiting notes and some really, really interesting scoops. There are no commitments imminent, guys. Just let me put that out there. But some interesting notes. Uh, people like John Garcia Jr. from Sports Illustrated and Gabby Arudia from 24-7 have put out some interesting notes. So um, on Friday night, 
IMG Academy played Venice in marquee high school football matchup. And, you know, as you guys know, we have almost a half dozen IMG players committed to Miami in the class of 2023. And then you have Damon Wilson playing for Venice, the five-star edge rusher who's a Miami target. And there's been some positive buzz about where Miami stands for Damon Wilson, who could be a huge blue chipper if he does end up committing to the U. So a good scoop by Gabby Arudia of 24-7, who I think was at that game. Uh, he says multiple IMG players told Damon Wilson, you know, who's their opponent last night, in the handshake line, they were all telling him like how much they want him at Miami, come to Miami. So uh, I think that's cool, and I hope it ends up playing out that way. Because remember, we if we've said this once, we've said it a million times, um, some of the best recruiters you have are the recruits themselves. Because the guys who are committed for the class of 2023 – they take pride in their class quality. They take pride in the class ranking and they want to surround themselves with other great players to make the U or the crib for the local guys, the best possible place to play. So I love it. How you've got a bunch of IMG guys verbally committed to Miami and they're recruiting guys from other schools. Uh, and then of course, you know, if for IMG, you also have five-star edge rusher, Samuel Mapemba, who's a Miami target. Um, that race is very far from over because I don't think he's in any rush, but Georgia are considered to be the favorite right now from a Pemba, but Miami is still in the mix. But, uh, you know, most of us actually feel that uh, we're splitting hairs because they're both blue chippers, five stars. They're both very, very good. But most of us actually think that Wilson is even better than Mapemba. So if Miami were to get Wilson and maybe miss out on Mapemba, you're not going to lose a second of sleep over that. Uh, and so a couple of other notes here. Miami is still recruiting players who have verbally committed elsewhere. We know that's a two-edged sword, right? Because we talked a lot this past week about how heavily Louisville has been recruiting the Washington Twins. And then the Washington Twins laid the smack down on those rumors by reaffirming their commitment to Miami. But of course, a lot of programs are talking to players who are verbally committed to the U because it's game on until guys sign their national letter of intent. And that's the same attitude Mario Cristobal has apparently. So according to Sports Illustrated, Miami is still keeping in steady contact with five-star receiver Jalen Brown out of Gulliver. Uh, they keep contact with him weekly. That's what Brown told the media. Uh, Brown, remember, committed to LSU over Miami and others last month. And according to 24-7, Miami still reaches out frequently to running back Cedric Baxter out of Orlando. He committed to Texas earlier this summer. So the Hurricanes are they're not giving up on certain players out there. Um, at running back, we know Christopher Johnson from Dillard is a big-time Miami target. He's not announced anything yet, but Miami's been trending for him. And, hey, when you talk about running backs for as loaded on paper as Miami's current backfield was up until, you know, a couple days ago, uh, I think seeing some of these injury issues reminds everybody you want to get as many solid running backs in every recruiting class as you possibly can because you can go from last Saturday thinking you're five deep of tremendous running backs to now maybe being just three deep. So, you know. Load up your running back classes with as much quality talent as you possibly can. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, we're going to have another drop today. So make sure you tune in. We're going to do audio and video for this one 
on our audio channels. You could subscribe, please. Locked on Canes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your pods. And of course, on YouTube, we are going to sit down with the founder of Canes Dow. This is a new kind of NIL collective. Uh, it's, you know, John Ruiz is not the only show in town. He's, he's the headline maker and he's the biggest NIL guy Miami has to offer, but it's not the only show in town. You can find out what Kane's Dow is and how anyone can get involved with this, which, which is kind of interesting. Uh, and it, it involves technology that some of us don't understand as much as we'd like to think we do. So we're going to talk with Lucas Hammond from Kane's Dow later on today. For now, make sure you smash the like button, subscribe on our audio channels and our YouTube channel. And we will talk to you again later on another episode of Locked on Canes. We are part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.